is the Black Lives Matter movement now attacking Christians. What are the new rules for the Major League Baseball that have a lot of players pissed? Plus also, who is the kid that grew up causing trouble in the streets that is now protecting abused children? Well, these questions and so much more will get answered today on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. He doesn't wonder what it's like on the ground in Afghanistan. He's been there, serving our country and defending Lady Liberty. Absolutely. It's the Joe Padula Show, Clarksville's Conversation. Ah, yes, it is that time. That time. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing. Nah, I don't have any of those. I would love to borrow one. I may not return it, though. But yes, welcome to the Joe Padula Show. Broadcasting live from the Office Now Studios. Clarksville, Tennessee, y'all. Love it here. What's up, babe? How's it going? Yeah, pretty good, babe. Pretty good. Kind of good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Got a phone call from the car dealership. Mm -hmm. How'd they go? Had to take my car in because... The trunk wasn't, uh, I got an SUV and the, the back gate wasn't opening up, right? You know, it was giving problems. Uh, the check engine's lights on, the touch screen's not working, okay? Mm-hmm. The caddy wasn't doing well, babe. <laughs> so, but I got the loaner at the moment, but they, they call me up and they go, uh, hey, uh, hey, Joe. I go, oh, that's not a good hey, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Mac? Mm-hmm. Hey, Mac. <laughs> yeah, Joe, well, uh, good news or the bad news? I go, don't give me, don't, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> All right, uh, Mac, uh, let, let's hear the good news. John, the screen costs about, to fix the screen, about $1,400. Good night. I go, that's the good news? He goes, no, the extended warranty covers it. I go, All right. <laughs> but then I'm like, wait a minute, there's bad news. Okay, what's the bad news, Mac? <laughs> well, the check engine light is... Uh, it's because of some emission thing. Mm-hmm. It costs about 250 bucks. I go, it's not bad news because I say, don't do it. I'll take care of that myself. Thank <laughs> you for telling me what the problem was. <laughs> I go, that's it? I go, what about the back? He goes, now it's the really bad news. <laughs> well, the lift gate is due to uh, uh, where the water drains go in and, uh, and it ruined the, uh, the lift gate. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have to uh, fix that. It's going to cost about $1,500. Mm-hmm. I go, what about the extended warranty? He goes, oh, it doesn't cover that. I go, what are you talking about? It sounds like a design flaw. Right. It's not like, I'm not pouring water. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not pouring water in there. Yeah. Mother Nature. (laughs) Mother Nature's peeing on my car, okay? You trying to grow it into an Escalade? (laughs) (laughs) They're trying. That's not funny, Eric. (laughs) Eric Torres, that's not funny. That was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) It's grown into Uh, But yes, hey, we got a lot to go over here today. And uh, yeah, make sure to share this on your timeline. If you're watching, uh, write those comments and boom, you can uh, see those comments up on the screen. Uh, If we we do see them, uh, like David Rhodes, it's probably your uh, O2 sensor. uh, David Rhodes, send me a a private message. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, 50 to 90 at auto. Okay, yes, yes. Let's uh, (laughs) talk to me in a little bit, David. Send me a nice message. Okay. Okay. Cadillac's known for that. Uh, they make Cadillac. straight pipes. It's Tennessee. <laughs> and, I, and I love my Cadillac. I really do. You know, it's just... Uh, mm-hmm. 
Last year was in the shop too for a week. Remember that baseball, Rob? Uh, yep. That was uh, that was not fun. No. So, we were trying to get you all over town. Yes, because so. they didn't have a loaner at the time because yeah. they had a backlog. Mm. <sighs> all right, it's all good though. It's all good. All positive energy here. And yeah, hey, like I said, please share this on your timeline. Uh, we do like to have real talk. I mean, it's not we're we're clean about it and everything. But uh, I don't know. The social media platforms seem to uh, mitigate and uh, shadow ban us. So the only way we can really help out is by you helping us out. Share that, and we'll make it worth your while. All right? I'll, I'll give you a ride in the in the loaner car. <laughs> give you a ride or something. Yeah, baseball. Rob, we're going to talk a little baseball in a little bit, huh? Absolutely. Good. We've got uh, a lot to go over. We're getting ready to kick off the limited season. So I missed it. I miss. Oh, I miss baseball. I miss sports. All together. Just, right. Just ready to be back. So. But some of the players aren't happy about some of the rules. Some of the players aren't happy about it. We'll cover that. Okay. So. Sounds good. All right. And Eric, yeah, I can't wait. Happy birthday to you, brother. Yeah, thanks, man. All right. How old do you know? <laughs> I was born in 1984. Uh, yeah. Those in the comments, if you could do the math, go right ahead. It's 30-something. 36. Okay, 36. <laughs> 36. He's like yeah. a woman. He's like, I'm not revealing my age. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> you know how much crap I got to remember right now? I got Baseball Rob. He's like the rain man of baseball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 48 RBIs in, in, Absolutely. in one season, yeah. <laughs> that would be a really bad year. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, that's right, that's right. It's a social distance year. It might be a... <laughs> Might be a, we'll probably a, see it that way this year. So. Right. But, uh, but okay, uh, I open with this one, okay? The uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, they're going after Christianity. We talked about this a little bit earlier this week. But, uh, uh, with the the guy shooting the, the one girl saying all lives matter and then reports of the, of the guy saying Jesus is black. Right, and oh, was yeah. was angry about it. And, and then we have Pastor Chris in here, and he, he gave a great answer on what Jesus is. He, he goes, well, because he's a historian. He's a biblical historian. And he was going into uh, uh, the Middle Eastern, the, the actual places that, that uh, Joseph was from and Mary was from and the family and David, because, you know, direct lineage leads back to David. And so he goes, right. hey, it was Middle Eastern. Ain't his title, though, the king of the Jews? Yeah, king of the Jews. So, right. Wouldn't that make him a Jew? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I, I know. I'm just saying. I know, Bay. I know. It's just, <laughs> you got people. Oh, Ethiopian. He's black. I, no. Now that that came from uh, what I believe the Egyptian lineage. They thought you know because they came out of Egypt and they went and they pushed forward. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. I, I've never really deployed to Egypt. I've seen some Egyptians. You know, yeah. When we were in Afghanistan. They had the fob. You know. But, you know who was the hottest Egyptian? The one in the the mummy, the movie. Remember the first one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Patricia Vasquez, I believe her name was. Yeah, she was the actress. The, she yeah. was in the the Scorpion King too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe if 2020 keeps going this bad, we'll get one of those sandstorms and it'll blow right over to us. Oh yeah, where it makes faces. Yeah, There's yeah. faces in the sandstorms. I hope that. Mummy was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, back on track, Sean. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I love your wife. There's, there's, it's all testosterone today. There's no estrogen in here. It's pretty much locker room talk. So, hey, if you want some locker room comments, just type them in, all right? All right, but uh, here's the story. Uh, Jesus statue decapitated inside a Florida church. This just happened uh, yesterday. A, a statue depicting Jesus Christ has been found uh, decapitated inside of a South Florida church, leaving the congregates of the house of worship a little shaken. Uh, according to the reports there, okay, uh, Deacon, Deacon Ed, Eddie Valdo, Eddie Valdo de Saliva. Damn, that's a good one. Well, uh, the Deacon, okay, of the Good Shepherd Catholic Church in uh, West Caldwell, he, uh, he 
talk to local media over there and that the decapitated statue was discovered uh, yes yesterday morning then uh, they also said that uh, he says uh, this morning I found it on the ground uh, and we presume that it is vandalism okay we have seen this happening all over the country he also said uh, the deacon said that the church's surveillance cameras were not facing the statue that uh, and was uh, situated and there were are currently no clues as to who the culprit might be hmm no camera, no clues. Yeah, we've seen this Inside before. job? Yeah, we've seen this before. Inside job? How many churches went off last time in 20, was it 2016? What, uh, yeah. The, the fake spray paint and uh-huh. stuff, and they got busted. Yeah. You know. Do you think it's a fake hate crime? It could be. Mm-hmm. It could be. I mean, there's no there's no proof. It the, looks bad. The Archdiocese uh, of uh, Miami said in a statement that uh, the church is likely to push for police to investigate the vandalization uh, as a hate crime. And uh, damn right, it should be a hate crime. If a if a synagogue gets uh, spray painted with, uh, with with Nazi symbols and everything, right? That's a hate crime, right? Yeah. Well, if if someone deliberately mm-hmm. goes into a church and decapitates the uh, the the statue of Christ, yeah, I believe that is a hate crime. Now, uh, the uh, the police uh, department is uh, probing. Uh, there was a uh, in Chattanooga. Okay, hits a little bit closer to home, right? Uh, a beheading a statue of uh, the Virgin Mary. Yeah, Chattanooga. So that was at the St. Stephen Catholic Church. So, but um, oh, do you want to see the? Oh, also in the there was a Virgin Mary in Boston that was uh, spray painted. Also, well, why, are they, why the Catholics? Why go after the Catholics? Yeah, it's because they have the best statues. You know why? Because their Jesus and their Mary is white. Here, let me show you that. Do I have a picture of the, uh, the decapitated Jesus? Let me see. Let me see what I got here for you in the box. All right. Yeah, there she is. Let me, uh, let me go back to here. You can see it. Boom! Uh, nope. That's, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Nick Cannon. That's n- yesterday's Nick Cannon. Yeah. You know, speaking of churches, I mean, don't, it kind of looks like he's wearing a church lady hat. <laughs> oh, the church lady? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's Isn't that, that special? Grandma, she always wears a little hat like that. <laughs> who, who do you report to? Satan? <laughs> that church lady? Yeah, that one. Yeah, there's the, uh, there's the statue. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely deliberate, all right? Yeah. There's no accident on that one. But there's no color to it. You can't really, you know? Well, he's got the white boy features, doesn't he? That's the Da Vinci Jesus. That's the one um, that, that the Catholic Church has used because it was a Leonardo Da Vinci. Uh-huh. He found the model. You know, it wasn't a person. That, 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 that Jesus was actually just taken off of somebody that Da Vinci found and thought had the perfect features because of that, that algorithm uh-huh. that he had going on in his head. Yeah. He said that all, everything lined up. So he started, boom, base model. That's the one you always see in grandma's, you know, yeah. on the wall. You see on the that, log. That's a Da Vinci Christ. Yeah, the Da Vinci Christ. Interesting. Yeah. Now, why isn't PETA upset? Look what happened to this lamb. <laughs> okay, <laughs> where's Pete on this one, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. You're about to get a lot more followers. Unbelievable. A lot more. Baseball, Rob. Uh, I know you're a sports guy and everything, but you're you're a you're a man of faith, right? Absolutely. Okay, uh, you read stories like this. Uh, what do you think of? You know, it, I'm also Catholic. Okay. So, you right. know, it, so the Catholic Church for 
centuries has taken a lot of heat because we've had a lot of bad apples in the church. It I'm happens. Not saying, I'm not saying that the, the church is infallible because the church is ran by men. The uh-huh. last perfect one walked when Jesus walked. Right. But uh, Well, yeah. don't forget woman created sin, but uh, that's a well, different debate. That's, we're, we're, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the, the big thing is the Catholic church is always going to be a target because they are the largest and it's the most centralized church. You look at your other denominations, Baptist, Methodist, even though they have like national councils, the Catholic Church is worldwide. Yeah. You know, they report to one entity. Uh, and then all of all of the all of the negative press that's out there because of all the bad stuff that has happened that that we as as the Catholic faith has to take ownership of. Yeah. So the it's always gonna be the target because of everything that's just comp- compounding factors. So Hey, you think uh, this uh, has nothing to do with black or white, but uh, but has to do with religion? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I do tell. What do you think? Yeah, you know, what's going on there? Yeah. More separation. More separation. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, I, I, I do believe that this movement, okay, and, and we go over the facts all the time. The, 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 you know, when the Black Lives Matter protests, is, you know, death to Israel, for crying out loud, okay? What does that have to do with black lives, all right? Uh, when, when they are tearing down statues of, of Abraham Lincoln, okay, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and also, uh, you know, uh, many other founding fathers, and abolitionists, and Frederick Douglass, for crying out loud, all right? I still hope that one was a mistake. They tore the statue down. They go, wait a minute. My bad. Is this Frederick? Get the get the glue. Get the glue. Uh, <laughs> like Mikey on the Goonies, you glued it on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the 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 thing. Statue of David. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good one. <laughs> but uh, but there is. For some reason, the and I keep seeing these stories pop up, uh, especially recently, about Black Lives Matter supporters shouting and, and demanding that you accept that Jesus is a black man. An airline, uh, this is Alaska airline passenger, is facing criminal charges after going on, on this rant in the air that left fellow passengers uh, what they say most were terrified for their life the incident occurred this was Saturday this is around 11 p.m. at night shortly after the flight took off from Seattle headed to Chicago the man became extremely belligerent this is according to the reports and physically aggressive during the ascent Ray Lane okay external communications manager for Alaska Airlines well uh, he shared a uh, an, an email to the outlet, and he said that the video, okay, from the encounter shows a man walking through the aisle with a mask, okay? You got to wear these masks on these planes. It's tough to identify people, not though. Demanding that those on board, quote, accept that Jesus was a black man. Now, uh, one of the passengers, okay, who, who, who does not appear to be uh, black, threatened that he would, okay? He goes... I will kill everybody on board if they do not make that confession. You know what that reminds me of? I can The KGB. Do you remember that story? The the, the KGB was in a, they they busted into a Russian church. Uh Uh-huh. And they made everybody spit on the Bible and denounce Christ. Unbelievable. And then uh, there was like a girl who got famous because she said no. Instead, she wiped. She reenacted the the Mary scene. She wiped it off with her tears, you know, and her uh, hair cleaned off the Bible. And then the guy shoots her in the face. Unreal. She becomes like a legend. Quote, I will kill everybody except it. Die in the name of Jesus, he yelled. 
Yep, moments after the uh, the, the clip starts of this passenger, uh, uh, he was restrained by the flight crew, two passengers, and a law enforcement officer who was on board, off duty. Yeah, one of the men uh, working to restrain him uh, can be heard shouting, get in the chair and stay down, as a man continued to shout, Jesus is a black man, and die in the name of Jesus. Imagine being on that flight. Oh, my God. They're so much worried about the color, and they forgot the conscience of Jesus' heart and the right. message that he kind of left. Right. Uh, what do you got there? What is it? What do you mean? But what's the message? He had two. Uh-huh. Two simple ones. He took all ten plus all the 66 books and he put them down in two rules. Uh-huh. The first one, love the Lord God with all your heart, your soul, and your strength. And the second one, which is just as equal to, love your neighbor as yourself. That was it. Yeah. But now, because of guys like this, we're going to have to walk around with clear plastic masks like the kids in the book bags going to school. So this uh, this this woke kid, okay, and uh, I got I should have the picture pulled up of him, but I'm not very prepared because of the freaking car thing, but uh, <laughs> but this guy looks like one of these uh, these these white protesters that we've been seeing at these uh, at, you know I'm sorry I shouldn't say protesters he looks like one of the white white rioters who likes to burn stuff. Why 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 is he insisting and demanding people to uh, accept that Jesus is black? Bay, what are your thoughts? Who is saying this? The white dude white, on the plane. White dude saying yeah. this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, does that make it funnier? Oh, no, they're just making crazy. Yeah. Uh, 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 He's, he looks white. He's wearing a mask. He, <laughs> to be honest, he's... I, I, profiling the, Joe. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I, I learned to profile in the Army. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. I learned to profile this by life. <laughs> Baseball but, rub. Oh, sorry, babe. Go uh, on. No, no that's, uh, that would freak me out, actually. Yeah. And, you know. Would you do anything on the plane? Well, it, soon he said, I'm going to kill you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to do something. Right. Do you, do you unbuckle and step up? <laughs> I'm about to snook him. Snook him. <laughs> snook him. Okay. All right. Alexa, what does snook mean? Oh, 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 Joe, be careful. Family friendly. Snook is usually defined as any bass-like fish of the genus Centropomus, especially sea undecimalis, yeah. inhabiting waters off Florida Alexa, and the West thank Indies you. in South Africa. No. Yeah, ba- you, you bass that. No, no you remember Snooky, right? Yeah, Snooky. Remember what happened to her, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. She got stolen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she got snooked. Yep. Okay, I got it now. All right. <laughs> Baseball, Rob, okay, you're on that flight. What do you do? You know, that's one of those things. You're in the, until you're in that situation, you can say you're going to react yeah. or you're going to react. Yeah. But, you know, ultimately, you've got you've to put survival above everything else. So, you're going to, if you're needed, you're needed. And if you've got that, if you've got that call to serve and protect, which I feel mm-hmm. I do, I'm going to jump up and step in. That's right. I take those words from the, the 9-11 flight, let's roll. <laughs> right. Heart, Absolutely. You know? Let, right. Let's roll the heart. And that's one of those let's roll moments, you know. So. You know, I watched a movie. Uh, it was on Netflix and it came out this year. Or I guess it was released this year. Movies don't come out anymore. <laughs> they, no, they, they just don't. get released in the, uh, <laughs> on streaming services. And uh, it's called 1700, and uh, that's the distress code when a uh, plane is taken over. And, uh, man, there, uh, I, I don't know if, if uh, the only way a hijacker can take over a plane again, you can't get in. You can't get in. They, they were going over all of, you know, what has been put in place with every plane now in a cockpit. You can't get in. Not, not a commercial airliner, anyway. But the way that the uh, terrorist got in there, 
was they kept on slitting the throats of the passengers in the camera outside of the cockpit until they opened up. It was bone chilling. All right, Eric. So uh, anyway, okay, this guy's on the plane. You're on the plane. He's screaming, Jesus is black, accept it or you die. Dude, if it's a plane coming from Alaska to, let's say, Fort Campbell. Alaska Air, Seattle to well, Chicago, well, but yeah. Yeah, let's just say, though, because mm-hmm. if I'm on the plane I'm, and I'm stuck in Alaska, I'm coming back home, you know, Fort yeah. Campbell. So I wouldn't really have to do much. I mean, I might stand up, you know, but by the time that guy says anything, yeah. and you're going to Fort Campbell, Kentucky, uh-huh. they're going to be like, somebody's going to say the word terrorist. Right. That's it. Dude's gone. Right. Freaking, yeah. Did, did somebody, never see him again. Just like that uh, that uh, off-duty cop that was on the plane. Yeah, Steps up, he goes, no, I got this. And lock him in the bathroom and just call it a day. Here's the thing, though. He must have known. Oh, and they and they had to turn the flight around and unload. And Oh, my God. What a pain in the ass. But uh, the guy must have known that uh, I'm going to jail, you know, I'm doing this on purpose. Uh, I think he's virtue signaling to be a hero. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted to. I, I won't even read the guy's name. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, Should have had a couple more hugs, you know? But uh, he is, uh, he was booked into King County Jail on harassment charge. Still, the motivation behind this behavior remains unclear. Harassment? Causing a scene on an airplane these days? That's pretty, that's pretty That's nice. pretty, yeah, that's, that's light. I mean, because yeah. that's, uh, that can be terrorism under the statutes. Yeah. You know, so. mm-hmm. Think about all the people that were scared going crazy, you know? It's scary. How, you know what? That is a light sentence. I wonder if they, if they made a light one because they're, they're being, Pussy cats. No, he's threatening people. Yeah, yeah I know. If, if threatening the, to kill people. If the ain't there some type of law against that? You yeah, that? on he a plane, he threatened to kill everybody. Oh yeah. That didn't say. What the, <laughs> well, and if it happened in the air too, he may be booked into King County, but that doesn't mean that the FAA doesn't come oh, in and pursue federal charges on right. him at that point. So because they need to. Because that's gonna that, anything. It's like being at sea, but the, the government entity, the federal entity, yeah. will take over. So. Yeah, if they get lax on these laws in the air, that's a problem. Imagine yeah. a protest on a plane. Man. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Burn this. Don't burn a damn thing. <laughs> don't you dare. They won't even let me have a cigar in here. You're not burning nothing. I'll tell you what I would have done, honestly. Yeah, either two things. As soon as this kid stands up and starts screaming, you, 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 you first go, sit up, uh, down, kid. Sit down. Don't make me take off my belt. Right. <laughs> no, you know what I would have done? Uh, okay. That, then I would have stood up and I would have said, Jesus is Asian. <laughs> the Middle East is in Asia, technically. He's Asian. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ is an Asian man. If you, if, so you know, so. Southeast Asian. There you go. It's Asian. <laughs> and the guy would have had no argument. Dude, you were there. Yeah. I mean, you, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever wonder? But all in honesty, what I would have done, I would have seen the cop, go, you know, the off-duty cop. Oh, yeah. Joe, sit down. I got this. Uh, Roger that, uh, Officer Gary, or whatever. Yeah. And while that all's going on with the flight attendant, I'm going to that back and I'm getting all the wine bottles. <laughs> the little wine bottles, all of them. I can see them now. You sure you're good? Okay. You're good? You're good? Yeah. yeah, you get them, Gary. You get them. Throw a hook in there for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unreal. All right, all right. Shall we move forward? Yeah, I want to, I wanna, yeah, let, let's, let's talk sports. I miss sports. Let's talk sports. Uh. Man, Major League Baseball about to go back in action. And they got some new rules out there that some of the players are pissed about. So, 
Baseball Rob, he knows his sports. He knows his baseball. Let's find out what's going on next on the Joe Padula Show. Clock Shoals Party with a Purpose. Absolutely. Hey, this is Coach Chestnut at the Joe Padula Show. What I like most about Joe is get an opportunity to talk and share our stories here in Clarksville. Absolutely. Water dogs. Water dog scuba and safety. There's a whole world to discover underwater, and at Water Dog Scuba and Safety, they're here to help you explore it. Veteran and locally owned, and whether you're already an expert diver or beginner seeking adventure, Water Dogs offers private and scheduled dive trainings for all ages. Get those kids, but no dogs. Go check out their Facebook page. Look at their underwater videos. 681 North Spring Street, downtown Clarksville. Go say hello to Rich and Cecil and the team at Water Dog Scuba and Safety. Hey, this is Teresa Jarvis, mayor of Oak Grove, and Oak Grove loves Joe Padula. But Joe, come on now. Enough with the Cat West jokes. Absolutely. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Boom, boom, boom. I haven't seen a baseball game in now almost an entire year. Not a live one anyway, or a recent one. I've been watching a lot of clips. I've noticed since the lack of sports out there, and I am a sports fan, I loved watching them, I loved playing them, but uh, I find myself watching a lot of my favorite clips of back in the day of sports. I've been watching a lot of the Giants beat up on the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Make you feel good. Oh, it makes me feel so good. <laughs> it's almost better than watching live sports. I've no, wa- it's not. I've been watching a lot of uh, documentaries. I've been watching a lot of Tyson fights. <laughs> a lot of Mike Tyson Them fights. Great. Oh, you know why? It's short clips. Yeah. yeah. Did you see his training video? <laughs> uh, for his, uh, he, he's training again, right? Yeah. Baseball run. Yeah, he's, tra- he's training again. He wants. Uh, he wanted to fight Holyfield, but Holyfield said he'd only do it if there was no knockout blows. Oh. So there's no. Still- That's another fight. Yeah. No. So, but so there, he's still waiting to see who he's going to fight. Nothing's been confirmed yet. But yeah, his work. It, YouTube is workout video. In yeah, it is, it's, it's crazy. It, it's. <laughs> I wouldn't stand toe to toe with the guy. I still want to fight him. You think Mike Tyson you think crazy enough to take him on? Fifty-three. No. No. no, I think he. I think he's cocky enough for enough money. I think Connor would do it. No, they would. It wouldn't the, last long. But they wouldn't. Co- they wouldn't uh, let that happen because of the weight difference. Yeah. Here, let's take a look. Here we go. Let me uh, let me just set this up. So, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, make sure to share this on your timeline. Write in your comments. Uh, who's your favorite sports star? Who's your favorite sports team? The whole bit. I, I, I need to know. Help us out with the conversation. All right. What's up, Scott Foote? How you doing? Hockey really is the greatest of all professional sports. Uh, I am HL. I'm, I'm Ho. Did I just say I'm Ho? <laughs> it's in his humble opinion. Oh, 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 my bad. Okay. I'm Ho. Hey, hey Joe. Sorry. Watch the Alley and George Foreman fight. Oh, uh, Bumble in the jungle. Okay. I love that. I, I've seen it. I love it. Ali, smart man. <laughs> okay. I like that one, too. Here we go. Uh, let me take a look here. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, this is Mike Tyson training now? Yes. He's 53 years old? Yeah. Damn. I would need like a Kevlar vest to even try that. You know who else is 53 years old today? Will Ferrell. No kidding. Yeah. Who Mike Tyson would destroy in in the ring. Does he still have his face tattoo? Yeah. Look at that gray beard. Bet you got to grow your beard out again. <laughs> look at that. He looks like oh. looks like Uncle Phil, I was about but, to say, it, let's but get in shape. Uncle Phil. Yeah. He looks like an in shape Uncle Phil. <laughs> wow. 
his shoulder. You know, when he's here. Yeah. If that was the Uncle Phil that Will Smith had, he wouldn't have no entanglement problems right now. <laughs> the guy can still move, though, huh? Mm-hmm. Bend the knees like it. Yeah, I'm wearing my mom jeans. I was just about to say that. He's kind of uh, changed his fashion a lot. I mean, I'll never say that to his face. You know? <laughs> I wouldn't have one left. Let me tell you. I, I used to love it when he used to big, wor- big words, you know? Uh, Mike Tyson, uh, yes, Michael Spinks says that uh, he believes that he's going to knock you out in five rounds. That's preposterous. (laughs) That's ludicrous. Look at him go. Oh, please hit that skinny dude. (laughs) Who's that big dude? Yeah, I'm gonna break his femur. <laughs> I'm gonna punch him in his esophagus. Nah, he talked about uh, finding somebody taller. Oh, like this with, big dude. With a longer reach. <laughs> Look how fast he can still move. <laughs> That's another box. That one of them new heavyweights. I hope Mike Tyson returns to the ring for one reason and one reason only. If George Foreman can do it, Tyson can do it. To bring back boxing. Right. Heavyweight boxing. Yeah, because I've been looking at heavyweight, and it's not... Heavyweight boxing. They got that, that Russian guy and everything. That's that's so great, but is he really? <laughs> you know what I mean? You got, he got to be put up against somebody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. You like, talking about Klitschko? Klitschko. Yeah, he he's pretty much retired now. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but... He, <laughs> I mean, Mike Tyson we're talking about. Michael Spinks was mentioned, but then, I mean, Vander Holyfield was said, right? Uh, you know, how about, uh, you know, uh, Boom Boom Mancini, okay? Uh, all right. Uh, how about, uh, I'll even throw in James Buster Douglas was fun, right? You know? Yeah, he was. He was like, oh, there, man, you got to go to the Pretty Boy, too, De La Hoya. De La Ho- Oscar uh, De La Hoya, you know, uh, Felix Trinidad, right? I still have a shirt. Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar, Sugar Ray. Everyone had the best nicknames. That was War, the thing. Roy Jones. Man. Yeah. Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Right? How about Macho Camacho? Oh, oh, yeah. oh right. Damn. Still beast in it though, yeah. Uh Lennox Lewis was a great fighter. Yeah, he was. Remember Andrew Galata versus Riddick Bow when they kept on Ooh. punching each other in the in the basketballs? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Tommy Morrison, right? What happened to him? He got AIDS. Oh, sorry. Did he die? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Knockout blow. It is. Yeah. You know, Forrest Whitaker. What? What boxing movie was he in? Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker. What the hell was his name? I forget. But anyway, back to sports. Baseball. Major League Baseball, baby. Thanks to us. Thanks to a... Uh, a very aggressive flu known as the coronavirus. <laughs> or COVID-19. That's right. Or the Chinese flu. Yeah, Wuhan flu. 
they had to uh, they they had to cancel some games. I thought they were going to start earlier, but baseball Rob Major League Baseball said that they're going to be opening up. Yep, first game is a week from today. A week from today. A week from today. Who's playing? Uh, the first game is the. I haven't seen the official schedule, but the Gi- it's either going to be the Giants or the Yankees on opening night. Okay. Uh, and then the Dodgers are going to play the next day. Where? So, uh, they're going to be in L.A. Okay, so they're going to be playing at the real stadiums. Yeah, they're going to be playing at the real stadiums. They did their uh, training camp started on the 1st of July. And team, instead of going to Florida or Arizona, they reported to their home stadiums. So it's going to be a limited 60-game season with limited travel. It's going to be uh, mostly division play. Um, they're going to have some small interleague play, but mostly division play. This and how year. many games normally in a year? 100 and, 162. 162, and now just 60. Now just 60, yeah. Now, so. now I heard rumors that they were going to have like a regular season, and they were going to be all playing at the Arizona training facilities. Was it? the original the original plan, the resume to play plan that they tried to do? They wanted to basically take the the teams that are in Arizona for spring training and the teams in Florida for spring training uh-huh. and have two divisions oh. and have them play each other. But they were going to sequester everybody from their families and everything, and so the players' union didn't sign off on it. That would have been cool. Then you had to have a World Series, an Arizona versus Florida World Series. Yeah, Arizona League, Florida League. Um, the <laughs> Logistics just really didn't work out. A lot of it came down to facilities to that were adequate. You know, those facilities are great for spring training. Yeah. Uh, but the facilities in Arizona were far superior as far as training-wise and stuff like that to a lot of the ones in Florida that are more just – they know they're temporary. Now, so, how are they uh, with the fans? How does this work? If, uh, if you want right, to go to one of these games. As of right now, there will be no fans in the such, stands. Such a BS. Um, which it's, it's BS. Hopefully, it's BS. Hopefully, we change that. I mean, the uh, baseball is a very is a very spectator driven sport. You know, the uh, uh, if I can be, go to a protest, I can go to a freaking baseball game, right? Okay, oh, I agree. No, right. no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I just I, I got a vent. I yeah. got a vent. Hey, let's go. My so. freaking car. <laughs> I got a vent. Yeah. All right, so um, can't go if you want to support. What if you're? Uh, what if you're uh, a, a, I don't know a vendor. You sell beer. Can you just walk around? Beer here. Who knows? You, know, you, you know. sell to the guys that are yeah. rigging the game, yeah. hanging on the trash can. Yeah. Yeah. Beer here. Nobody's in there, right? Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting. Umpires. Umpires. Full officiating crews. They're all back to work. Home plate. Yeah. Yep. There's going to be full officiating crews. The players are going to have an option to wear a mask on the field if they want to. Oh my God. I've seen some of the training videos, especially the Tampa. Uh, most of the Tampa Bay team are going to be wearing. Uh, full protective gear while they play, which I played baseball. Mm-hmm. It's hard enough to breathe when yeah. you're running full steam in the heat. Yeah, and then doing right. doing that. So uh, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. The 60 game schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the all the pitchers are gonna be fresh, so I think we're gonna see a lot of low scoring games, like old school, like one mm-hmm. zero games, uh, because they can go easily with a three man rotation and just overload the bullpens and just dominate hitters. Because uh, it takes you, you have to have live gameplay to get back in hitting shape. Pitchers can get ready a lot quicker than hitters can. So, how long will this game last? 
Well, it's sixty. It's sixty games. No, uh, each game. And uh, I, I think I think pace of play is actually going to be really fast. Yeah. Because I think the I think you're going to see even higher strikeout numbers and lower uh-huh. hit numbers. So you you think it's not going to be that the the long boring games is going to be real quick? I think they're going to be quick games unless unless you get into those extra inning games, which they have a plan for that too. What happens in extra uh, innings? Well, if you remember a couple years ago in the World Baseball Classic, what they started doing in like the tenth inning was uh, each team start the inning started with someone on second. They're going to they're going to do that in Major League Baseball for the regular season. Every if it goes to extra innings, you'll start the person that got the last out the inning before will start on second base um, to try Why? to try and generate runs to get. They don't want the games going long because they are going to have such limited travel time. You know, it used to be that you played two, three, four games, oh. you had a travel day. You're not you're going to play a lot of back to back games. You're not going to have as much travel time. So you may if they you got get, a lot of double headers and stuff. So gonna, there's going to be some double headers that go on. Uh, some traditional. Day Dated a girl like that. Yeah, I'm sure you did, Jeff. Uh, some traditional day-night doubleheaders. Family and then, friendly. Uh, but you're, family the, friendly. What you're also going to have is you're going to have the, the back-to-back home-away games where you would have it. Normally, you'd have a day travel time in between. Mm-hmm. You may not necessarily get that this time. You might get if you have the Sunday night baseball game. That game doesn't end till ten o'clock Eastern, and then you have to play the the mid afternoon game at three o'clock uh, local time on the other side of the country uh, mm-hmm. because it's your interleague time. I think you uh, you know I think we're gonna you're gonna see uh, a lot of that. So they're they're doing what they can to keep the pace of play. Uh, I don't like it. You know, yeah. I, I think you're hurting the tradition of the game, but they've been doing that for years anyway. They're instituting the uh, three batter rule for relief pitchers that they've been talking about the past couple of years. So, uh, pitcher comes in, he has to face three batters or in the inning or get hurt before he can come out. Really? Yeah. So, um, so they just can't bring in one pitcher for one, one batter. batter and then switch him out. No, he has to stay for three batters unless he gets hurt uh-huh. or he ends the inning. So, right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, because if they end the inning, then a new pitcher can That's come right. in and he has to face three batters. So, it'll be interesting. A lot of the players are unhappy about it. There's people sitting out. You know. How are these baseball teams making money? Well, a lot of the baseball teams have TV deals. You know, so the baseball attendance, it's not like the NFL where a lot of your attendance drives your revenue. Uh-huh. It, do, it does give them revenue, but the but you're looking at smaller stadiums where your average NFL stadium holds anywhere from forty to 100,000 fans. The baseball, the average in the MLB is you know twenty two thousand. Right. So a lot less people in the in the state, and most games don't sell out because they're in the middle of the week in the afternoon. People are working, they're watching on TV, listening to the radio. So your TV contracts and sponsorship deals are where all your money comes in at baseball. Um, so that baseball's not going to suffer like the NFL is <laughs> if the NFL can't have fans. Right. Speaking so, of NFL, okay, what are they going to be doing? Don't know yet. Nothing's been officially said. Right now, they're still saying that they plan to start the season on time and allow fans in the stadiums. Right. Uh, but I, I think as as this progresses, as states are taking steps back and all these rules are coming back to play, I think they're going to have to readdress that. Yeah, so. I mean, like, and, and you mentioned that with the different states. Like, uh, say, you know, uh, you got a game over there in, I don't know, uh Let's take Chicago. Let's take, take Chicago, Chicago right? Field, you know? Right. So they, uh, what, what do you do if the city still has a travel restriction? How do you let people come in to that mm-hmm. coming from out of town? That's right. You know, because they're technically they're supposed to quarantine. Quarantine for 14, for 14 days. days. So, yeah, I, I think we're we're in a unique situation sports wise to see how how each league independently is going to adapt to what they do, especially on the spectator driven uh, you know revenue streams. Um, you know what Major League Baseball should allow this year? Just this year alone. 
Steroids back. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, do you know what I mean? You know, to, to make it to make it lively again. Just, okay. just, just here. Just this year. Okay, guys, we're sorry. I know you haven't been working out that much. Here's some of your uh, D ball and uh, anabolic steroids. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, let's D-ball. not go there. <laughs> let's let's nah. just let's just stop. <laughs> uh, family friendly contracts right out the window. Now, right? <laughs> but football, social distancing is. Yeah, contact sports. You know what I mean. I mean? They you were, got guys barking at you, and yeah. in those bark is spit. Uh, yeah, and then well, let's just take college football for example. Your average roster is anywhere from sixty to a hundred. That's people. right. That's right. So you've got two hundred guys there. You're not supposed to have. In most states, they still have limits of yeah. fifty or less. So you know what? Are, that's why you, you're starting to see a lot of the uh, conference, the big conference, are saying we're only going to play conference games. And some of your, like the Ivy League, has canceled fall sports altogether. Oh, Ivy League had sports. I don't know. Yeah, so. <laughs> yes, yes, Harvard. Yes, yes. Is it kickoff time? Hmm? Not, not as big for football up there. But think about lacrosse. Yeah, yeah you know, right. Lacrosse, of course, probably rugby or something. Yeah, yeah. lacrosse, right. rugby. Well, Princeton. I mean, Princeton basketball used to be good, and and football back in the day was friggin' superior, right? right. So I hear you. Yeah. Do they still do that horse polo thing? Yeah, ride the horse at the freaking horse polo. Yeah, whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. Polo. Yeah, it's polo. <laughs> horse yeah, polo. polo. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, and that's another one. I mean, they some players have got to be pissed, especially if. Well, you're having. You've are, got, are, are any players opting out? Yes, the big one that people around here will recognize is because he played at Vanderbilt. David Price. What about David Price? David Price says he will not play. Why this not? Year. He's opting out for. Uh, he doesn't agree with some of the rules, and he doesn't want to. Uh, ta- he doesn't want to take a chance of being exposed. So. Uh, Here's the thing with these athletes. You guys are like. You're not the. <laughs> you're in the best shape of your life. You are. You are not the stat that uh, the death toll. And believe you me, have you seen the, the you know the amount of people that die, especially in your age group athletes? You're good. Really, Dave. Well, but the other the other downside to that is is like you, when you do that kind of physical exercise you they you do weaken your immune system a little bit so i understand his concern to a degree zinc yeah. no i get it i get it. you know so, what? But, and, but, but people like him has the it's not going to impact him financially but is that a breach of contract he's not getting paid anyway oh no no he's not if they if he doesn't play the season he won't get paid that was oh, the other sticking okay. point for baseball uh-huh. even though baseball contracts are guaranteed they're right. guaranteed if you get hurt mm-hmm. they're not guaranteed if there's a work stoppage whether the right. players union stops it or whether the a pandemic stops it right so these that that's why you've got a lot for every david price that's out there that may, got a huge signing bonus there's a hundred other players that are rookies that's or right and they're minimums. ready they need to get back because they've got families they got to feed You're damn right you know, so you know. Speaking of sports, you know, well, let's let's keep going with college and everything. What about some of those seniors from last year? A lot of them, a lot of them have been told. From what I've read, a lot of them have been have been granted an automatic extra year of eligibility. So okay. if they want, if they if their sport comes back, they can play. But man, um, what the prime of their life, huh? Exactly. I mean, in high school, huh? Yeah. What about these seniors in high school? Yeah. This um, is the make or break for their scholarships and stuff. Usually, senior year. Yeah, it's good. and it's gone. Yeah. 
especially the ones that were playing, you know, basketball from this last basketball right. season. You know, it, it's it's really it's really tough for the football and basketball. Baseball baseball scholarships they're not a hundred percent anyway. So most baseball collegiate players are only if they get a scholarship at all. It's open the schools back up, yeah. all right? Just do it. Just do it. Okay. If I'm wrong, sue me. Okay. <laughs> sue me for what? Touch, touch me and I'll sue Balboa. What movie? Rocky. Rocky, which one? Five. Yes. Nice job. <laughs> touch me and I'll sue. Sue me for what? Hey, Pernell Whitaker, my buddy uh, Christian. Oh, Pernell Whitaker. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Christian. I hope they're not attacking you because of your name. <laughs> Pernell Whitaker. Christian. All right, I'll tell you what. Uh, oh, you guys want to play a quick game? Real quick game. You got to name the movie. Okay. Practicing, warming up for Wicked Good tonight. Yeah, we got trivia tonight at Wicked Good Sandwiches, 7 o'clock, okay? So here's a little, uh, I'm going to play a clip from a movie or a song from a movie. All you got to do is name that movie, all right? Here we go. Let's go with this. Mm -hmm. uh, how about, everybody says I want my MTV. Uh, I want to wrestle. Okay, uh, military movies? Sure. Okay. Careful, family friendly. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> How about some of the movies we were looking at over the, the weekend? Okay, let's see what we got. Here's a movie. Okay, I'm going to play uh, something from a movie. You got to guess the movie. Here we go. You ready? Good luck. How about this one? I got to get out of here, Prano. I got a stage five clinger. Oh, I know that Prince Bond. Did you hear what I just said to you? Stage five virgin clinger? Let's go. I'm going to start the car. I'm serious. Is that Wedding Crashers? It is Wedding Crashers. Nice job, Baseball Rob. <laughs> I know that. I, I've seen that movie once in like Baghdad or something like that. It was... All right. Here we go. Good luck. Oh, I hope this is the edited one. Flying Pyle. Como se llama? 40 year old virgin. Say it again. 40 year old virgin. It is 40 year old virgin. Nice job, Baseball Rob. <laughs> Y'all done it? right there. Ah, uh, let's see. Okay, come on, you guys got this. I know you got this. Oh, these two have been in the same time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Heck, we're silly with it, ain't we, boys? Ah, fair Oh, brother, we're out. Oh, brother, we're out. Yes. The place where I was born and raised. The place where he. For the record, one of my favorite movies. Man, it's a great movie. Man, the, the one argument I got with the lady that is not George Clooney singing. Okay? No, it's nope, not. it's Dan Tominsky, lead singer Thank for uh, uh, for Rhonda Vincent's band. Wow. That is George Clooney singing. He's cute. I'm bringing this guy to Wicked Good tonight. Oh, let me tell you, he, he's a good trivia guy. Who made the color call color? <laughs> <laughs> I love that part, boy. Uh, I've never uh, seen John Goodman in such an evil state. Right? It was weird. We're in a church. Those are definitely Sister Act. Nice job, Rob. Sister Act. Wow, Rob. That's my wife's favorite movie. Wow. So. That one's for Christian. <laughs> Oh, oh hey, Maria. He's a, he's a chief. He's oh, a, yeah? Yeah, he was a chief. Let's get him in. I'm sure he'll be down for it, man. There was WOC. 
Uh -huh. Oh, the, the nice, Wiz. The Wiz. Nice job, man. The Wiz. He's on down. He's on down the road. The Wiz. Something I got to take in about two minutes. <laughs> Be alone. He's on down. He's on down the road. Michael Jackson and uh, Diana Ross. Yo. Mm -hmm. I had a crush on her in that. Dude, that movie was kind of crazy. <laughs> Very trippy. Very trippy. I liked it. <laughs> Which surprise? Oh, that's a Quint Tarantino Pope Fiction. Nice job. Birthday boys on the board. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll messed up though because I heard that song in another movie though. Oh. <laughs> he, he started doing the twist. That's where I got it. Yeah. He started doing the. Were they on the dance floor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right before COD. <laughs> you can't bring it to my house. <laughs> what you doing? I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> We know that there's Lean on me. Lean on me is the answer. You, you nice job. Yep. Lean I, on me. I love that movie. Good movie. Great movie. I just watched it this Jersey weekend. Jersey movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jersey. Yeah, true East Side story. High. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Patterson. Yeah. I spent, spent a little time Kind there. of true. <laughs> kind of. A little embellished. Yeah, you know. It was all on the was it? Yeah. Drama. There was no jail time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Free Mr. Clark. Free Mr. Clark. Right? Remember? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. You know what? It's all true, okay? That makes everyone happy. It's all true. I just... You know... Uh, I identify with Sam's a lot in that the, movie. There is a movement with signatures to replace the national anthem with this song. I, I, I like the song, I, I but... I have no problem with it. I, I got no problem with this song. You I like this saying? song. I, I don't think it should be the national anthem, though, because it promotes leaning on the government. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> well, that's why some people want it right. to be the national anthem. Right. <laughs> Please, won't you swallow your pride? I have, I'll take care of you. Okay? Me, big government, I'll take care of you. I got you. Lean on me. Come. Come. He's Uncle Sam, not Daddy Sam. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm your uncle. Yeah. Remember that. <laughs> Sugar Daddy Uncle Sam. Well, depending Sam. on what state, it may not matter. Yeah. <laughs> it may. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, unreal. Say what again? That's one good burger. Man. <laughs> one tasty burger. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up next, who is the guy who grew up causing trouble in the streets and is now protecting abused children? Well, let's hear his story. It's his birthday. I can't wait to, to get deep with Eric. It's coming up next on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. The Joe Padula Show, Clarksville's conversation. Absolutely. It's me, your tattoo. We used to do everything together, but now I feel like I don't even know you anymore. I haven't had sunscreen on me all summer, and I'm fading away here, but it's not too late. You can mend our relationship. Take me where we first met, to No Regrets, where we could get Sunbum sunscreen and Ohana tattoo butter and start showing me some love again. All I know is, if you don't take care of me, we are through. And I'm taking half of everything, too. No regrets. None whatsoever. The guy who thinks Trump will be our first three-term president since FDR. Who was actually elected to four terms, but who's counting? Forget about it. It's the Joe Padula Show. Clarksville's Conversation. 
show with the show. Absolutely. What's up, Eric? Happy birthday, man. I appreciate it. Another year, you know. Back Another year. Dude, back your home, my home. Yeah. This old doesn't happen. No. You're a legend. No, yeah, we we did it. Yeah. We're old. <laughs> How many times have you told as a kid, you'll never make it past 20? Uh, I'll tell you what. I always had the dreams of me being older. And I always thought that was interesting. But it wasn't, it was at the time, me, I wasn't envisioning myself older. Because in those dreams when I was having as a kid, it was still Joey Padula, but just in adult scenarios. Like uh, smoking cigars. Yeah. Right. Drinking. Partying. Going to work. Yelling at a dealership because my car should be on the warranty. I remember those dreams. You know, I remember praying to God saying, you know what? You made it to 33. If I can make it to 33, that's all I need. Yeah, Jesus was 33, right? Yeah. yeah. And then here I am. I passed it. Yeah, but you still got plenty more to go. I hope so. Man. Where'd you grow up? All over. East Coast. Yeah. The foster care system. Me and my brothers, we did, uh, I think, together, it was like 24 different homes slash group homes. Why, why foster centers. care? Why why, why my not? My mother, she was, um, and my father, they were both in the revolution. You know, way back then, they had uh, the Black Panthers. There was also uh-huh. a group called the Young Lords. And they were like, a, from what I believe, an offset, just like the Spanish version, you know? Uh-huh. And my dad was in the Kings, you know, but then eventually they fell because the drugs got injected into there and all that stuff, but... They were both revolutionists, so automatically, right there, center target, you know, nobody's, all they would have to do is just say something to somebody, you know, and come get the kids. I think it was, I remember my youngest memory, four year, four years old, it was Christmas, at a foster home. The only reason I remember is because of my favorite toy ever. It was uh, this little machine, right? It looked like a motorcycle thing. It had the handlebars, and it had the little dude on there. And you turn the handlebars, and the little yeah, dude goes yeah, left or right, like yeah. a radio dial. Mm-hmm. And I remember, that was my youngest memory ever, just yeah. playing with that thing. And my social worker at the time, his name was Paul. He looked just like Bob Ross. And the only reason what? I remember him is because I thought I saw him on TV when I was growing up. You know, I was like, that's my social worker. You know, yeah. he had the same look and everything, the fro, the stash, the beard, all right. that. It was crazy. It's a happy little force to home. It was. <laughs> it was. They actually, they were, they were the ones who uh, raised me up. And but, uh, but I mean... Were you pissed or that 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 you, you back then I didn't understand. Like yeah, I didn't realize what really happened until after my mom died. When I was twenty, I was like I want to say it was oh eight. She died in oh eight. God rest her soul. But um, I actually got to meet her side of the family, and they told me the truth about yeah, it. Yeah, how long how long were you were you separated from the family? On and off from four years old to. 12 I came back like the, the last and pretty formative years man dude it was awesome in a way that I got to live with almost 75% of the cultures of the world you know 24 different foster homes yeah. lockups that's, that's a lot of experience you know upper class middle class lower class all different ages there right all different you know growing up I mean I, I lived on uh, did you get any trouble while in the foster homes oh dude once I figured out that you're not technically my mom right off oh, dude, game on. Game on. I was like, you guys are keeping me from my mom. I figure if I get kicked out of enough of these homes, I'm going to end up back with my mom because they're going to quit on me. That's the mentality yeah. of, of the kid, yeah. And wow. Eventually, I just said, you know what? I'm tired of waiting. I'm gone. What's some of the things? What's some of the things that you would do to push the buttons? I remember the... F- it all started 
in this one home where I was uh, the, the dad was a Baptist pastor, you know, old school country church. The mom was the youth pastor, and she was kind of like more like Mennonite style. She wore the jumper and all that stuff. Yeah. They lived in a church parsonage. It was next to a garage. My first experience with the country. I'm some city guy from freaking, you know, I think it was West Cleveland was the place I was living at before. And I'm some city kid. I know nothing about it. I remember my first time there, they were, uh, I got to sit on the back of this freaking rototill thing, and, you know, I got baptized by manure. It was, it was ridiculous. But I remember what triggered it all. Some other kid showed up, right? And this kid, this other foster kid, just took, like, all the limelight out of my life. Everything was good. It was golden. But this guy, he's in it to become the golden boy. And I'm at that age. I think right now is like, around 11, 11 years old, and I'm like, what the heck? This guy's just taking all the fire from me, and, you know, he's getting me in trouble and doing stupid stuff. You got jealous of him. Real jealous, dude, because he was getting me in trouble for nothing. I wasn't doing it. He was in there. He was freaking getting away with murder, and somehow I was getting heat for it. At least that's the way my mind perceived it. Uh-huh. Like, it got to the point where I was working this girl that was, like, uh, one house over. Her dad was the Methodist preacher, you know? <laughs> her name was uh, Sarah Whitehead, I believe. The first really huge crush I ever had in my life. Whitehead? I had a bunch of those when I was a teenager. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, dude. She was a little blonde girl, you know? And, and at the time, I was, I was really digging her. She walked... You know, she was the only one that really understood me, I thought. Uh-huh. We walked to the graveyard together because I lived next door to one. Graveyard. We, yeah, no kidding, right? And then freaking behind there, there was like all these dump cars, classic cars. We walked down there all summer long. This kid shows up. She goes to youth group, you know, when uh, it gets back into session. She looks, hey, can we just pretend that we don't really know each other like that? Oh, Dude, I was shot. I was oh, that's good for the ego. Dude, it, sh- it shattered it. Yeah. So I was like, you know, screw this joint. I'm gone. So I freaking ran. Ended up in like three or four more foster homes. Cleveland, Elyria, Ohio. Um, same story. Same story. I mean, I started getting bad. In Elyria, you know, I started dealing cigarettes. I used to freaking pick them from the foster parents. Yeah. And freaking deal them out. 50 cents a pop. That's a good deal. It was, dude. I was making mad bank. Right. You know, and then... Um, Lucy's. You're selling Lucy's. Yeah, yeah. it was, dude. And it, it got me from freaking point A to point B. I was like, you know... Hanging out after school. The kids there, they picked on me even more. The one kid framed me for being bulimic, of all things. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. He would, uh, freaking, he was, like, really, really into his body. You know, he was, like, freaking ripped for, for a 13-year-old kid. And his secret was he would go and freaking upchuck everything. Well, the one day, he almost got caught. So, what's he do? That fat pudgy kid did it. The new kid did it. Oh. So, I get my freaking can handed to me. Were you a pudgy kid? Dude, yeah. Yeah? I, I was I was like... Uh, Did you eat your sorrow away? I read that somewhere. Nah, no? I, it wasn't really that much. It was like, uh, I would probably say about the same build I am now. Well, you're in shape now. Yeah, yeah. I got a little gut, but you know. Yeah. I, I, you look good. But when you get freaking pushed on it about it, you know, yeah. over and over and over yeah. again, oh, yeah. I keep telling you that. Because I would, was... Were the other foster kids, like, would majority of them bully you? Yeah. Yeah? Dude, I was like five, six... Six or whatever, and I was around 130, 140, so I wasn't that bad. But these kids, right. you know, the other foster kids, whatever, no, yeah, they, it was established dominance. Get freaking rapport with the locals and be somebody better than whoever it is. Now, what about going to school doing all this time, dude? I, How does that work? Once I got to the freaking point of it where I just didn't care anymore, I didn't care anymore. I think seventh grade, I gave up. Did you hide that you were like a foster kid? What, yeah, when you went to school? Well, no, because the that house I was telling you about with the Mennonite and the Baptist. Yeah. I was the only brown kid in the freaking neighborhood. Uh-huh. The only one. So it was kind of obvious, you know, when you show up with the Baptist pastor and yeah. the freaking Mennonite mom. Well, you know. all of a sudden they start questioning the Mennonite pastor. Like, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's the woman night? Right. Yeah. So it was, it was rough, dude. You know, and that was like most of the schools. And then eventually I went to the Cleveland side of things and then, you know, it was kind of normal and accepted. Or where I was, mm-hmm. and uh, but after I hit that group home, 
that's where it really just kind of went down. That was East Ohio Boys Town. That's what's up. Dude, yeah. the only reason I was alive is because my brother was there, like beforehand, my older brother. Uh-huh. So he kind of set a tone for my last name, and I was related, so I had a little bit of respect. I had to, Why uh, weren't you with your brother the whole time? Dude, we had four of us. There's four brothers, two sisters, and uh, we separated... The first time we separated was Orange County, Pepper Pike area. I was maybe seven or eight. You know, we split. Even back then, it was uh, me and one brother. What'd they tell you? Did they say, uh, hey, uh, we're, we're separating your family. You, you'll you'll see them again soon? Or You got to remember, Joe. I've been doing this since I was four years old. It was normal to me. Yeah, okay. Oh, we're going somewhere else. Right. You know, oh, you know, freaking, they got mom again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it now? Don't care. Right. I get to go to a new place, I guess. Hopefully, it's a nice one. Uh-huh. And we had a couple of them that uh, would just freaking take us for checks. You know, and they would take the money, take us to Goodwill or some kind of thrift shop, give us some freaking hand-me-out clothes. Yeah. Send us on our way. Yeah. I didn't realize they were getting paid until, you know, I actually started working here. Oh, you, yeah. you, you didn't know the... I, yeah. So the foster kids may be a little in the dark about the foster oh, parents yeah. getting paid. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, they're supposed to get clothing vouchers or something like that every mm-hmm. so many months or whatever. Out of uh, all of these uh, foster parents and foster homes, uh, anyone even gave you the the... This hint of wanted to adopt you or yeah yeah the the one that I told you uh, the one that was the pastor or whatever they really they really did care about me but after that other kid came in that was, was it yeah that was it there that, was nothing there I mean I freaking broke that pr- that bastard literally in the yeah. literal for that's not me being fresh yeah. the bastard yeah. one without mom right yeah, yeah he was but you know now they, he, they had me going signed up for like Bible college they were gonna I was gonna get free tuition and all that stuff yeah full ride Missionary schools, mission trips all over the freaking world. What was your faith at this time? Because I, I, I know you're a God-fearer, man. Dude, I had no idea. I was still, like, learning. I've always been growing up in some random church. The first foster home I remember, old school Baptist church with the guy, you know, he spits when he talks. He's freaking wiping his freaking oh, brow. That's the, not COVID, correct? Yeah, no kidding. The, the plates coming around, like, every freaking 20 Yeah, minutes. oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, you, you get caught playing with toys or coloring, you get smacked in the pew. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, was, that, was, that was how I first introduced. I just remember that every day... That I went there, I had to go down to the altar call because that's where all the other kids went, you know? <laughs> so I must have accepted Christ like 365 times or something. Oh, I love it. it was crazy. Right. But And then after that, you know, the old country church and the Methodist church. I've been all different kinds. What, what age do you get out of the foster care system? 12, I ran. You ran? That was it. I was done. And where'd you run home? Dude, it was Cleveland, Ohio, right? So I get sick. Where do you run to? There's like nowhere to go. I'm gonna tell you, you know, we want, to, want the whole rundown there. Yeah, from, from yeah. Like when I got the Machiavellian idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, I get kicked out of another foster home because I think I like I ran to a different city to see an ex-girlfriend from a previous foster home. Right. The blonde. No, no, no. I never got to see her again. Oh. I hope she's doing all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess who we have? A very special surprise. <laughs> yeah. Give it up for Michelle. No, that's not her name. No, one of them are. Don't worry no. about it. I should have put it. So I end up getting kicked out of this place. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. And then I think, I want to say the school is called Thomas Jefferson. And then there Maybe going, not anymore. Yeah, no kidding. Cancel culture. And neither's the other one, because the other one that they're going to send me to is called Patrick Henry. So I told one <laughs> school that I was going to go to the other school. Uh-huh. Right? Right. And so they both send my seventh. There's no record of me before eighth grade. Like, I never went to eighth grade. I didn't went to seventh grade. Huh. It's all gone because they. This is before the internet. They uh-huh. shredded everything, right? So uh-huh. boom, there's no record of me anymore. So now nobody's got me on an attendance roll. There's no way to track where I'm going. There's nowhere to track home with because one school thinks we're going to another one. But when you go to this group home, they still send you to the other school if you want to. So I get a bus pass. Bus pass good for four runs, you know, two up, two back. 
So now I'm taking this bus pass. I can go anywhere at the age of 12. They really should have thought about this. I can go anywhere at the age of 12 years old. The whole school year, they give me this bus pass lunch money. And I'm just going. And I'm exploring all around Cleveland. And I'm learning these bus routes of where, which way goes which and which way goes which. All I know is that my mom is in a city called Reading, Pennsylvania. Right outside of Philadelphia. That's all I know. Uh-huh. So I figure if I can score these bus routes, I can at least know how to get out of Ohio because it's kind of connected to Pennsylvania. Yeah. And then I'll figure out Pennsylvania when I get there. So eventually the jig is up. It's freaking the summer started. It's two weeks in. Where's Eric's report card? Where's Eric's attendance record? Why isn't the school saying anything about Eric? So they call the school. Never yeah. had him in. So I get busted by the person who runs the house. And this puts me on a grounding, right? So I'm like, oh, man, so I whatever, I'll figure it out. I can't go anywhere. We go to a beach one time, and uh, I end up making a friend because one of the kids stole my shoes or whatever, so this kid ends up giving me shoes. Anyway, that bond comes in later, right? So um, we're back, and we're plotting this out. Me and my freaking bunkmate, which is ironically named Joe. He's a redhead huh. from Little Italy in Cleveland. Huh. And, uh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, how you doing? They called him Prozac Joe because he was off the wall and they always gave him Prozac. They call me Viagra Joe. I don't get it. I don't know, man. But that desk keeps moving. I'm Ma, it's a joke, Rob. <laughs> it's a joke. That desk moves anymore. I'm out of here. Rob, what? Baseball Rob. <laughs> All right, but go on. I'm sorry. But, uh, sorry. Yeah, so Prozac Joe gives me a, a lighter. He's a pyromaniac, right? So he gives me a lighter and some fluid. I have an enemy now because I know the guy who stole my shoes. Oh. And I have an ally because the guy who gave me shoes happened to be mad at the guy who stole my shoes because he, uh, we'll just say, stole a girlfriend away from him. The right? enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly, my friend. Absolutely. And uh, so we concoct a plan, and uh, I end up setting the guy's feet on fire, right, <laughs> with Prozac Joe. Right? He, the dude was huge. He was like freaking base size at 17 years old, oh. you know? And he had the big stinky socks with the freaking whatever. So you lit the socks on fire? Yeah. And freaking, you know, he starts screaming. The guy who's usually smoking at about 10 p.m., uh-huh. he runs, leaves the door open. Uh-huh. Because, you know, it's not like it wasn't only those little things, but the door was left open at 10 p.m. So he's running that way to go put out a fire. I just walk. I walk straight out the front door, bro. No kidding. I walk straight out the front door. I hit the highway. And then, you know, I remember that this highway goes to New York, and I could probably switch out somewhere. So I, I jump on a few trains. I hitch a few rides. I end up somewhere in like uh, a with, small With like town. no money on you? Nothing, dude. Just the kindness of strangers and freaking trains. Yeah. Because I remember the train tracks. Did you pack anything? I had a box cutter that I found on the highway. I had the shoes on my feet. That was it. No food? You didn't grab like a Dunkaroo on the way out or anything? No, dude. I was freaking scared. I set some kids' feet on fire. And right. You, know, you just ran. That's it. Yeah. So how far did you get until they obviously Henry caught you? Had, Henrietta, New York. I never got caught. You never got... They didn't catch you. I, I made it to Henrietta, New York. Uh-huh. And I met these people named Jan and Butch Trainer. I'll never forget them, but I can never find them again. You know, not even on Facebook. But uh, Jan Maybe Butch, Snapchat. Maybe. I don't know. Jan and Butch Trainer. Check me out. You know, say hi. But... uh. They called my mom to verify my story because they said it sounded so freaking preposterous that I had to be lying. Uh-huh, right. They thought I was on something. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't. Well, and uh, so they hooked me up with a flannel. Your mom as in mom, mom. My mom. Yeah. Mama. Dude, she, yeah. She hears it. She's like. Outside of Philly. Me. Right. Yeah. She's like, you got to be kidding me. Uh-huh. There's no way my son's in New York right now. How long was that, has it been since you, you, you've talked to her at this point? At least two, three years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and even longer since you've seen her or. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was in. She was trying to re up and do her thing and freaking get back on the horse and yeah. whatever. And she, here I am showing up in a freaking bus station. Wow. Henrietta, New York. Like, hi, mom. And she's wondering, are the feds going to come? Is uh-huh. she going to get arrested for kidnapping? Right. She, uh, my yeah, what happens? I mean, the, 
Does she get automatic custody? Is it, does it have to go to a, a, a battle or a trial? Daniel Hartman, man. He was my savior. He was my social worker at the time. He couldn't believe I did it. Uh-huh. That was his last case for a reason. Huh. He, he calls up. <laughs> he calls up and he's like, uh, how'd you get there? I said, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> he says, you know what? You stay out of trouble. Uh-huh. Don't get arrested for like 30 days. I'm closing the You're case. You're home. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I got arrested that night. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Eric, what'd you, what'd you do? Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Yeah. I never knew about curfew. I've been living on my own oh, for so curfew. long. Oh, curfew. Oh, you got you arrested know? for curfew. And then uh, <laughs> some, my cousin, you know, he, he comes and he sees me. I haven't seen this guy like since I was seven, right? Mm. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? You know, want to go hang out? We go hang out. You know, yeah. I meet my wife for the first time. Uh-huh. You know, I met her at the mall. <laughs> and then uh, I go hang out and we're like kind of just tagging up, random stuff on doors, you know? And then... Uh, cops show up they chase me down the only reason i got away with it was because the cop that was chasing me was so fat he, he was just so rotund he got me cornered into this wall and he couldn't stop he couldn't stop he couldn't stop the so momentum he, he smashes me like facing everything like a big sumo freaking oh. hug into this wall it's like king kong bundy going into the turnbuckle Dude, he gashed this whole thing and it was leaking <laughs> And then the uh, other cop looks at him. He's like, "Dude, there's no way we can take him in. Yeah, they're, they're not gonna believe it. No. There's no way we can take him." So police brutality literally saved my life. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Silver linings. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Oh, I was gonna make a joke, but not enough time has passed yet. He couldn't stop. Uh, he couldn't stop. It that was like was a huge. train. Right. <laughs> Dude, I'm standing on the wall. I'm like, oh my god, dude, dude, tell me you can stop. He's like, I can't stop. You gotta move out the way. I'm frozen in fear. There's no way I'm moving out the way. Which way do I go? You know, I try brace for impact, man. My freaking head goes bouncing off this wall. I'll tell you what, though. I, and uh, you know, battle buddy to battle buddy. Thank you for your service. Yeah, you you know, but what do you do now? What's your job now? What's your profession now? What's oh, your mission dude, now? You know, growing up through that stuff, it, it hit me. You know, and it time and trouble got even worse I was still in and out you know I ended up having my first kid at 15 but when I had her I think that was when I really decided that you know you got to live for something else I joined the army and I got the whole thing living protecting whatever and then uh our illustrious president decided to freaking downsize in 2012 yeah yeah I never remember. mind that but I uh dude, seven years looking for purpose yeah. and I found it uh, you know I threw in 15 freaking Applications and the only one calling back was child protection. Child protection. Child protection. Look at that, huh? Yeah. Do you want to talk about being an enemy real quick? <laughs> so you took it. I took it. I, was there any hesitation? Did you, Did you say this is okay? This is this is from God. It had to have been. Yeah. You know, because I mean the other jobs they should have took me. There, there was no reason. I, everything was good, up to par, or whatever. But now, what do you got to do as in your child protection and? Uh, Dude, I fight on both sides of the fence when okay. it comes to this because. Anybody who knows or has dealt with, you know, on either side knows the job sucks and they know that, you know, being under their care is kind of scary because you don't know who you have. You don't have like uh, the Wicked Witch of the West or you can have like the freaking Mr. Rogers guy. You don't know who you got. And I always get the same response every time I come to somebody's house. You're not in social services. Let me see your badge. There's no freaking way. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I am. Right. I I could be your best friend. I could be your worst enemy. Right. Be honest. And I know you're not going to be honest with me at first, so we'll work this out what's eventually. Some, what's some of the what's some of the lines that you call people in, and how do, how do you catch them? Uh, you, 
when you start talking about uh, an obviously bad situation, it's hard. There, there's no real right way to start the conversation. You uh -huh. just start asking questions. Yeah. Right? Start writing stuff down. You'll always see a social worker with a pet because, you know, these guys will talk themselves in circles. It's like Columbo. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, all right, so this happened. All right, you were here on this day. Uh-huh. You were there. Okay, that's cool. I get it. I understand. And you know the, the, the ones that you can get kind of messed up. If I'm coming back because Joe... You did something three months ago, uh -huh. and I ask you what happened on this day. You're gonna be like, "Yeah, yeah okay, mm. yeah, I'm not so sure." Right. But when there's constant inconsistencies with the stories, yeah, all the stories don't line up. I take them, I don't say anything, I write them down. I interview the next person, the next person, the next person. But then we bring in for like a big group huddle. Okay, three of you are lying. There's only three of you here, so uh -huh. we're gonna make this right. You know, there's your story, there's your story, and then there's your story. Right. So I'm gonna give you guys another chance to come back around again. Sometimes it works, sometimes it yeah. doesn't. But when I start pointing out, I was like, look, dude, you can like How about to the kids? Do the kids relate to you? Do they like you? Do they love me? Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, they love me. At first, I'm scary. Do they call you Uncle Eric or no, anything? Never no, never that. Oh. No. But, uh, can uh, we? A lot, of them, <laughs> a lot of them say, you know, dude, you got RBF. Most of the teens, it's like, oh, thanks. RBF. Yeah. We're not going to say what that Re means. We're resting, uh, yeah. Beast face. Beast face. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> but it works, you know. I, I was also a teacher substitute for like four years after that. So right. Before I even started this, so that really helps because it's in the same community. I'm telling you, it's all, it's all, it's all meant for a reason. It is, dude. That's what's up, man. Gotta love the kids. That's what's up. Well, Eric, happy birthday, man. Yeah. That's what's up. I love it. Oh. And you got a lot of years still ahead of you. Let's hope. I don't know. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Well, you got to come back in and join us again. Yeah, Joe. Let's run for president next time. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe 2024. No, Kanye's probably going to run 2024. Depends on what Melania wants me to do. Right. Melania right. Padula. If Melania becomes your sugar mama, uh, I'll be, be hanging out a lot. Please, Melania. <laughs> yeah, bodyguard. I'll, I'll fix my car, I swear. I swear. <laughs> Baseball Rob, what'd you learn in the show today? Anything saying that for you? Yeah, I mean, we, always, Joe, you always learn something when you come here. It's crazy, you know, right? Uh, you know, really cool what you do, man. Right. That's, that's a, that is a tough gig, you know, so uh, I couldn't do it. So, no way. No, I, I've got too, I got too big a heart to do it. Right. You know, so I, I would, it would, it would destroy me. I don't know how you control your, your, your anger. Yes. Yeah. Cause I would lose, I'd lose my cool. So. You, you're sitting in the room with the, with obvious abuser. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. I, Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. But, oh, but you know, you know the ones that are real and you know the ones that aren't, but then again, you get surprised. Yeah. Sometimes it's like they have the perfect story. They have the perfect alibi. Everything is lined up good. And they all practice it over and, and over again. You take the kid to a, a like a personalized investigation, like you see on SVU, you know, with the yeah. mayor, the therapist, That's and all right. that stuff. And then they just start saying this stuff, and it's like, wow. The way they describe it, they, they their story is consistent. Yeah. You could tell it's believable. Then you match up the scarring to match with the story. Oh boy. I'll tell you, there's some pretty bad stories. I'll tell you, but not on the show because nah. I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, but, yeah. It's just unbelievable. Even foster parents, Joe. Well, I'll tell you what. Next time you come on the show, why don't we do? Uh, why don't you tell us a good story? That come uh, with, with the, yeah, with a good ending. I just had one. All right. I just had one. My probably the best one yet. Good. Well, we'll talk about that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. I love it. Thanks for being here today, Ram. Appreciate you and your information. Absolutely. Uh yes, Eric. What'd you learn in the show? Anything stand out for you? Terrorism. Yeah. On the plane. That is terrorism. Yeah. Saying that you are all going to die if you don't do what I tell you to do is the damn definition of terrorism. It's also communism. So I mean, uh, Yeah. And they, they, they charged him with, what did they charge him with? The harassment? harassment? Harassment. Don't. 
Don't do it. Don't become a pussycat, people. Court systems. It's ludicrous. Yeah, it's ludicrous. Preposterous. Inconceivable. I would have I would have strangled his esophagus if I was there. Mike Tyson. Remember when he said, uh, I'm going to eat your children. Yeah. Who was that? The Lennox Lewis. Yeah. I'm going to eat your children. And then he ate Holyfield's ear. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. You, you're going to... No, I'm not going to say Nice job today, Eric. Thank you, brother. Happy birthday. Thanks. Babe, what'd you learn on the show today? The statues. The statues. The Jesus statues. Jesus Christ statues. <laughs> <laughs> not in not in vain. <laughs> right. We'll see what the lightning yeah. says. Yeah. <laughs> Telling you, there is a uh, there is more than just a. It's more than just a protest and stuff out there. There's a movement a, that they're trying to get done. And it's they're, a tag. They're, they're trying to remove a culture, our way of life. It's, these, it's a Marxist group, okay? Look at the founders. We play it all the time here. I'll play their clips tomorrow if you want. And if you debate me, come on the show. We'll do it like human beings. Human beings. That's who we are. No matter how dark we get sprayed. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what I learned on the show today? Um, Bay, I learned that uh, sometimes the extended warranty <laughs> doesn't cover everything. You gotta get the rat plan. That's what it is. Damn it. You gotta get the rat plan and an extended warranty. <sighs> See, my wife is sis. She'll kill. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just gonna go to YouTube. I'm gonna try and fix it on YouTube. <laughs> I'm gonna YouTube it. Yeah. It usually works. Yeah. You find the right video. That's right. <laughs> and you find, make sure you get the right part. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and with the YouTube videos, read the comments. Okay? <laughs> I made that mistake once. <laughs> where I didn't read the, the people's comments. This makes sure the person that you're reading it from is some type of mechanic. Yep. Yep. <laughs> when I was switching a uh, three-prong to a four-prong, or a four-prong to a three-prong on my, uh, my dryer... <laughs> Read the comments before you actually try anything, okay? Yeah. To make sure that they know what they're doing. At least you didn't burn the place down. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Damn. Woke you up, huh? Uh, a little pee came out. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clarkswell, appreciate you allowing us to uh, uh, to help share your story and uh, be, be a part of your conversation. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow, a Friday episode. I can't wait. Woo. See you at the Wicked Good Trivia at 7 o'clock. Joe Padilla Show. Glossal's party with a purpose. Absolutely. This is Hannah Price with Voice of Choice. And oh my God, I'm here with the best interviewer I've ever met. Joe Padula Show. Absolutely.